Uh, it says, this is truly original collaboration between the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation and participating breweries with all proceeds to benefit children who are battling cancer. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. This week, uh, we come back to Nebraska this week, but not necessarily just like a Nebraska brewery, because we've done this brewery before. Sure. Uh, but this one, I thought, this one caught my eye. Actually, was it Dolan that saw it? I don't know. Did you I see think it was Brian. It? Yeah, I think it was Brian, maybe. maybe. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, every year, the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation uh, funds a beer called Rising Hope. And uh, I'll go into some of the uh, the details about this beer. Uh, they've done it for a few years now. It's a hazy IPA with passion fruit, orange, and guava. This and, and this year, it's they choose one brewery out of each state. Cross Strain was chosen this year uh, to brew this beer. Quite honestly, this is right up their alley. Like they do these beers, all, they would do these beers anyway. Or this style. They do these beers, yeah, yeah. for sure. Exactly. Um, right off the bat, I see the. Kind of the logo, I guess we'll say, for mm-hmm. the Cancer Foundation. And then they have their like main sponsors on the can, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this all goes to charity, all the funds that they give for this one. 100% of the net proceeds are donated to charity. So hmm. now this looks like orange juice. It smells like orange juice. Hmm. I mean, just smell it. I mean, look at it. It's, yeah. Could you say we're like drinking for charity? Yeah, of course. Like we if are. Somebody's like, "Hey, what are you doing? What you got there?" This is your good deed for the day. Yeah, right. here, right? We, we're. I'm okay with that. You could you could donate blood. You could you know yeah. any of those other things, or you could drink beer for charity. I donated the money to went right to charity for mm-hmm. this one. So mm. all across the nation, man, I am struggling. Holy cow! Don't cut this part out. <laughs> Keep it. I'm keep it. Okay. I'm keep struggling. I was just gonna say, wow, this is good. It is good. I gotta smell it here. Uh, oh yeah. In different breweries, brew this beer to raise funds for pediatric cancer research. The National Pediatric Cancer Foundation's signature beer. So they actually, if this is this isn't the first time for this one. They have done this mm. one before. Now I wonder if all of, if the if the adjuncts change, like the orange guava changes, or I would you know, assume so. Or whatever, keep it keep it interesting and fresh. I suppose they also do this. This is right from their website. Coupled alongside the Bold Hope Roast Coffee, these iconic brews are there to put bookends on your day. So they also do a coffee for those non beer drinkers. You know, or if you aren't like us drinking this beer in the morning, uh, you could get some of this coffee. You buy it right on their website. Right. Did you write down what it, what kind of coffee it is? I did not. No. I got it. Okay. It's a blend. So it's a couple different kinds, Mm -hmm. but it's a Cuban-style roast. You get a little hit of chocolate, some chocolate notes. Uh, Mm. My coffee palate is trash, so I just like, hmm, that's dark. Yum. Uh, Low acidity, which is what you want in coffee, I think, usually, right? Okay. Uh, And then it says 43% of 
each purchase of that one goes to the NPCF, mm -hmm. and that is because there are 43 kids every day diagnosed with this kind of cancer. So it's a percentage uh, that they chose on purpose, and you can buy that one right on the, on the website. These guys are just, like, doing it. They're just out there doing right. it. Oh, yeah. Good here's, for them. Here, yeah, here's what's interesting. As I walk through their site and, and stuff, like, this is a big deal for them each year. And yeah. I guess I had not heard of it. I'm not sure who the Nebraska Brewer was last year that did it. Yeah, I don't know. But I, it, this is a big deal. It's a Between this and the coffee, it's a big fundraiser for them. Started out in Florida. That I know. Was that the Cigar City the thing? I mean, is that... It I might have been. That they were one of them. At but least this year, they were one of them. Like, the foundation itself mm. started out in Florida, and I think okay. that's where... Kind of why it centralized out, down in that area, so... there's They've got pretty strict rules about this. Okay. Which I guess is, you know, if they want to... If... You, if as, as any of these collabs go, right? Sure. They, they, they say, okay, here's what you get. Now mm -hmm. make the beer. So only one brewery per state participates, and they have participation in all 50 states each year. Country, Malt Group, and Yakima Hops donate 100% of the ingredients needed to brew the beer. Yep. So they send them the, the malt and the hops. Right there on the can, To too. brew it right there. Yep. Uh, tap handles are donated by a company called Tap Handles. You know... Make what you what you say. Yep. Say what you make. Yep. What do you what do you do again? Oh, I work for a company called oh, Tap Handles. Yeah. What do you make? Uh, combs. <laughs> no. Tap <laughs> handles. Is Guitar what strings. Make. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then a company called Bolter B O E L T E R donates all the coasters that are sent to the participating breweries. Hmm. So never heard huh. of. It. I, and my, I might even be saying that wrong. I don't know. I they don't might know. be like a Bolter. Like a print shop or something. That's yeah. what I think it is. Yeah. 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 yeah somebody's got to make all those brewery coasters that you get at beer fest and right? at the brewery. Yeah. yeah. The uh, they also have a program called Tap Handles. Yeah, I wrote, I've got some information on that too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, basically, from what I could tell, it was like kind of uh, a thing to, for breweries to be like, "Well, you didn't get picked, mm -hmm. but uh, don't give up hope. There's mm -hmm. always next year. Yep. Do this thing, Tap Handle program. Yep." Pick a beer you already make, switch out the tap handle. We'll give you one. You yeah, put those, our tap those, handle on there. They'll send it to them for free. And then uh, donate, I think it was a dollar. After mm -hmm. Every beer that's poured out of that, that yep. beer goes to the foundation. So you can still help them give money, raise awareness, and then it kind of gets you in line. So if you want to uh, be a brewer for next time, it's kind of getting your foot in the door. Mm. Like, we want to be the one that gets picked. You show year. some interest this way. Yeah, and, so uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's, you know... Most places, are, there's more than one brewery asking mm. to do this. Um, this is a way to, for maybe next year a brewery gets mm. in or whatever. So, so. Kincaid, for example, here would, would do that. Sure. And maybe they want to be the one next year or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Or if you just, it's you know, near and dear to you and you want to sure. do it, that's a way to, to, to do it. So hmm. kind of cool. I like that. That's uh, It's a lot of fun. That It's one that all these breweries can come together like this and, and do something like, yeah, that's that that means this much. And I think maybe that might be part of the reason why, like, I struggled here in a little bit in the beginning because it, it, okay. So at its core, right, what we do here at Atlas is is staff nurses in hospitals. Like that's that that's our main business. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything else. Like this is just a fun sort of side project for us. Is you know getting on here and yucking it up about beer and sure, you know, or whatever. And and 
talking about the, the, the what our travelers do and stuff. But the the reason why I got into this business in the first place was because, and, and I've told the story, and you can read it on the on the website. Was my my daughter when she was three years old? Three years old when she was three months old, got influenza A, and I took her to a pediatric ER, and and so this was I mean this was a while ago because she's twenty she's almost twenty two now and has a seven month old of old of her own now, so which obviously makes me a grandpa. Sure but, does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, but the nurse that helped us that night in in the ER and it was in uh, end of December early January. Uh, was just the kindest, most gentlest woman I think I'd ever met, and uh, it, 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 I, I had no idea she wasn't a permanent employee. Like I didn't know back then. This would have been what ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, I didn't know about this industry at all. I didn't understand what travel nurses were sure. whatsoever, and that that somebody who had no connection to our city or that hospital or whatever could have that much. Just, just, just care and sympathy in her heart. I think she, honestly, she probably helped me more than she helped Riley. Yeah, quite honestly, uh, during that time. But, and then at the end of the conversation, she was like, "Yeah, I'm going back to. I want to say Seattle. I can't remember. It was, it was somewhere up in the northwest, Seattle, Oregon, Idaho, somewhere up there." Uh, she's like, "Yeah, my contract's up, and I'm going back home. And then maybe I take another contract. I don't mm. know." So, and I've always looked for her, and every chance I got, like I, you know, someday, someday I'll. I'll find her, but uh, yeah. So, p- helping kids mm-hmm. is is huge for me. Yeah, and that's I think. I mean, we staff an abnormal amount of pediatric nurses, yeah. NICU nurses, PICU nurses, like maybe more so than maybe other companies do, just because of that. Yeah, because we, we definitely have a lot of PICU, NICU right. nurses for sure. Because. I'm a dad, and now I'm a grandpa. You're a dad, yep. right? Steve is a dad. It, it's it, it it it's so it's just it's more important to us than I think we ever really let on. And it's hard it's hard not to get emotional about it because mm-hmm. I mean those kids are at their most vulnerable point, that, you know, when they're in the hospital, and especially if they have cancer. Like those kids didn't do anything yeah. wrong, right? I mean, it's so. yeah. There's nothing nothing you can really say or do about that one, right? So Bad that's hard. I think that's why maybe I struggled a, a minute in the beginning because I thought, you know, this is going to be, this one's going to be tough to get through maybe because, because this is so important to us. And that's, that's why like you, Brian, you bought this beer. It wasn't mm-hmm. one that, that a traveler sent to us or anything yep. else. It'd be super cool if we could try beers from maybe some of the other breweries that did it. Like yeah. who in Kansas did it? Maybe who in Iowa, if we could find those, that'd be cool. But you know, the fact that a brewery that means so much to all of us did it this year that we are connected to uh is yeah is, 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 is super important probably so. not an accident that they're involved uh, i mean we did another no, charity right. beer with those guys you know right. and always seems like they're the ones to to do this sort of thing to i raise their hands and kind of kind of fun that this industry does this sort of thing like yeah. you know I've, I've never heard of anything else really that's like hey everybody that does this across the united states get together give all the money away yeah. and uh be happy about it right like, you just don't hear about it you know like i don't know even what it would be restaurant association maybe or <laughs> something know. like that brewers are an are a different bunch yeah and as 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 maybe as prickly uh, as they may seem yeah from the glass right sure. they are the most caring honest people i think i maybe ever met. i think a lot beer like, is meant to be shared that's right yes i mean beer is just meant to be shared i think a lot like uh nurses and, and doctors and stuff that work long hours uh 
you don't always see the result, you know, like right. those guys are working every day and, you know, you get a new beer every couple of weeks or something like, yeah, that's what we think it should be just easy. Like, oh, they just made it this morning and here it is. And yeah, there's a lot going on in the background that we, that yeah. we don't know about. Now, like you said, like I, there's a reason why I'm connected to CrossTrain the way I am. It's because mm-hmm. Bobby and Scott made a, 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 a profound impact on my life one night. Scott in particular, like Bobby and I are probably talk more, but Scott in particular made a, a huge impact on my life in just like a 10 minute conversation, right? He didn't know me from anybody. And the fact that he sat down and talked to me that night about what he was doing and why I didn't like what I liked and what I did like what I liked sure. or whatever in a room full of people <clears throat> that probably had way more money and influence than I did. And he took that time. It means a lot. And so, I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not surprised that, that they do these kinds of things. Yeah. Let's uh, let me hit you with some stats from these guys and from their website that I pulled. Okay. And then um, I have some more. I don't know. Uplifting is the right word, but some research that you know, kind of what we normally would do. I gave us our emotional lift yeah. for the. So there you go. Uh, you know, I hate to bring it down, but here we go. Cancer, number one cause of death by disease in children. Stupid cancer. Yeah, it sucks. Ninety-five uh, percent of survivors get sick later on due to like the treatments and the drugs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so even if you, you get away from it early, you're probably going to get sick again later. Mm -hmm. Um, 4% of cancer research funding goes to childhood cancer. That's it. Yeah. 4%. And since 1980, there's only been 10 drugs that have been brought to the market for childhood cancer. That's bullshit, mm. quite honestly. Yeah. Are you so kidding? It seems like that's, that's one of the reasons they are doing this, you know, to raise awareness. I, this makes it even more important then. I agree. Um, the foundation, I think from what I read, was started by two moms in Florida that met at the hospital because their kids had leukemia. Oh, okay. And were going through treatment, and I think they both survived. And they thought, you know what, we, we need to have some sort of foundation or something to bring awareness to this and uh, a place for parents to kind of come together. And it was in, I think in the nineties in Florida hmm. and that's where they kind of started and uh, it has just grown exponentially since mm-hmm. then. Um, the kids that had cancer are now in like the late, you know, mid twenties or something like that, I believe. Oh, so, so they both survived. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and that the moms just kept it going and, and uh, has, yeah, gone on to have this huge website and these major sponsors I wanted to go through some of the things I found on the website that I thought was interesting. Some things we've talked about before. Okay. Um, they are partners with the Texas and Florida Brewers Guild. Okay. Which Nebraska has a craft brewers guild too, mm-hmm. but they're one of the like main sponsors. So I'm guessing those were the two areas this hit first. Interesting. Um, Cigar City Brewing is one of their big mm-hmm. like corporate sponsors or whatever. Um, on their website, they had it listed as partners slash sponsors. So mm-hmm. one of them was ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, which seems to be like a big Florida-wide uh, like liquor distributor Dis- or something distributor, like that. Yeah. Um, All Elite Wrestling. Oh. Yeah. There you go. They're AEW a sponsor. is a sponsor? Yes. Um, of, Mercedes. Of this. Of, of this. Uh, really? Of this, really. This spo- of this uh, foundation. Foundation, yeah. Is... Uh, like, I'd love cool. to know why. I'd lo- is, yeah, is right? Chris Jericho from Florida? Like, is this a? I don't know. I mean, it has to, it has to run through Jericho somehow, somehow, or uh, 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 Goldust's brother. Oh, Dustin Reynolds, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, there we go. Oh, maybe. Yeah, 
Maybe. Maybe. There you yeah. go. But Maybe. I saw that and I thought, hmm, I know two wrestling fans that would like to know about this. So they're, they're on the list. I'm fascinated by that, but please continue. Uh, Mercedes. Okay. Walgreens. Salt Life. Ever seen those mm. stickers on mm-hmm. cars? Yeah. You know, yep. that, they're one. Um, advanced Auto Parts. <laughs> and then Constellation Brands, which we've talked about. Uh, they yeah. make Corona, mm-hmm. Pacifico, Modelo, Funky Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria, Four Corners Brewing Company, which is a place that you brought beer from, El Chingon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Very yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. So they're all connected. Um, some of the booze brands that they have, Constellation, Svedka, mm-hmm. and then um, High West Whiskey. So if you go into a place that they have those tall, skinny bottles that yeah. have like Old West logos mm-hmm. on them, uh, and then Casanoble Tequila. Reposadas, that sort of stuff. So, I, I no no secret here. Like, I came from years ago. I mean, I was in retail, but then bef- after that, I was I was at Ameritrade, and I loved. I, I fell in love with the theory behind investing, as much as the the dollars and the numbers behind it, it don't make sense in my head. But the theory behind it makes mm-hmm. sense. So, I I invest on my own. I really enjoy it. I just invested in Constellation Brands not too long ago. There was news on them. So they're one of the first, and I know we talked about the uh, Blue Moon, the guy that created Blue uh-huh. Moon is doing that where he creates the non-alcoholic beer, sends it to the states where marijuana is legal, yeah, and then they have companies that infuse THC into the beer mm-hmm. and then sell it yeah, and in the, in the state where it's legal. Uh, Constellation Brands is one of the first that is distributing those beers. Mm. Interesting. So I, a whole and I, new marketplace. It, oh thing. my goodness! Yeah. Yes. So I thought, well, you know what? I the weed THC business isn't for me, but I like money. Sure. And I you under, like beer. And I like beer. <laughs> and I understand how people operate. And yeah. so this is. I'm like, if I can, this is this is a way for me to get in on this and and try to make a little bit of money. So there you go. Yeah. So those are the the big ones that I wrote down. Just. I guess if you're in the back of your mind thinking like, what, you know, cause sometimes mm-hmm. you find out somebody gave money to something that you, you don't like. Well, this, how do you not like funding children cancer research? Right. So <laughs> a win-win for everybody. It's one of those like sales that you just feel shitty about saying no to. Mm. It's yeah. like when you go to the gas station and they're uh-huh. like, would you like to round up to whatever for yep, whatever? <laughs> yes. And <sighs> if you say no, like, yeah, you just go back in your car like, man, I am the, biggest asshole right i should have gave him that 18 cents right right yeah i really needed that 27 cents yeah Yeah. i always say yes i just have to just fine and i always did like when i had a pet it was always at petco you want to give some money for the yeah i do fine i do well the thing is is like you like the first time i get asked i'm like yeah you know just throw like five bucks on there Mm -hmm. ten bucks on there and then like you know, that's the 50th the, time and they're still doing it. You're like, yeah. oh my gosh. It's the same gas station that I frequent like mm. several times oh, yeah. a week, yeah. you know? Yeah. Here comes that sucker again. <laughs> <laughs> Got him, as they say. Yeah. That's easy, though. Like, all of them can round up, right? I mean, that's anytime oh, yeah. you do that. Anytime a place asks you, yep, just round it up to a buck. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the nearest mm-hmm. dollar. Just, yeah. There you go. Because all and that, it, can, uh, it all, it compounds. Yeah, it all adds up quickly. Oh, yeah. 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 I managed a gas station. I know. Mm. You know how it goes. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to read the uh, can here. So this is one of the labels that was, you know, donated, I guess. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it says, this is truly original collaboration between the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation and participating breweries with all proceeds to benefit children who are battling cancer. The NPCF funds collaborative research in hospitals across the nation to fast track less toxic, more targeted treatments that are saving many children's lives. So raise a brew and enjoy because every beer helps raise money and raise hope for these courageous kids. That's about it. Awesome. That's cool. That's awesome. When I was a kid... Um, and I still have this now, but I had a leg disease. It was called leg Perthes disease. Okay. And basically the blood supply to my hip is like cut off. So I don't get like a lot of circulation in there. Like Bo Jackson? Exactly like Bo Jackson's oh, injury. Okay. Hmm. So my left leg, the bone, my femur is kind of soft and squishy. Hmm. I have right now as an adult, uh, 30 some years later, major arthritis. Oh. Like they, I went last year cause I could barely walk. It was hurting. And they told me I needed a hip replacement. I'm like, okay, I'm 42. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, but anyway, when I was in, as a kid, I was, let's see, it was 87. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was, we've talked about that when I was getting my baseball cards, uh, Tops 1987 set. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with those. But I was in the hospital here in Omaha, uh, in traction in bed for two weeks. And in the two-week time frame, so in 14 days, I had 11 different roommates in my children's hospital room because okay. it was two kids per room. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up in the morning, and those kids would just be gone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, wasn't usually for, like, broken arms because I was in the, mm-hmm. like, serious kids section at UNMC. Right, so right. Uh, I've seen... I've seen a lot of bald kids in my time in the hospital, and that was, you know, in the 80s, and I'm, it doesn't really sound like anything's gotten much better. No. So uh, I'm a big fan of this beer and, and this this whole project, I guess, mm-hmm. foundation, and uh, I'm glad we got to try it for sure. I think that's the part that pisses me off the most is like, okay, look, I'm, I'm 47. I've done a lot of shitty things to my body, right? Sure, yeah. And, yeah. and if I get cancer because of it, okay, then okay. Right, mm-hmm. like I drank too much. I smoked when I was younger. Right, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. Look, I did it to myself. Right. These kids didn't do shit to themselves. Yep. Right. They didn't. They 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 just drew a bad hand. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Wow. And that's that's the yeah that that's that yeah, yeah. That's the worst part. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as this beer goes, we talked about. I'm guessing it probably changes as far as those flavors go. Um, it has like an orange slice or some sort of citrusy slice, Citrus, right? Yeah. Uh, this says passion fruit, orange, and guava. Mm-hmm. So I did a little research, just a little on passion fruit, because we've not had it in a lot of beers. No. Uh, and I don't know that I've ever eaten it. I know what it looks like. Um, I couldn't even I tell you think. what it looks like. Do you know what it looks a like? A guava? Yeah. No, passion fruit. passion fruit. Oh, a passion fruit. No. It's like, okay, so here we go. Um, the name passion fruit was given um, due to the flower, the passion flower. Um, in, this came in out of Brazil. So some missionaries came there, and it looked like, the flower itself looked like the, fi- oh, there's a dog. Okay, sorry, I got distracted. There was a puppy. A puppy. Puppies and kids. Whew. Um, <laughs> there was a flower, and it had, they said it resembled the five wounds of Christ. On the flower itself. Oh, It's almost like a star, okay, right? Okay, okay. And these missionaries were like, oh, that's what this is, because that's why oh, we're here. The so passion. We're, we're calling it that. I understand, yeah. Um, the fruit itself is round or oval. Um, it's usually purpley hmm. and got a lot of seeds in it. Okay. Um, a juicy, quote, edible center, lots of seeds. So kind of maybe like a pomegranate-ish. I was going to say. As far as when you cut it open. I'm, um, I'm, or even like a uh, kiwi. It almost looks oh, like a, yeah. it looks like a plum 
kind of yeah. until you cut it open. And then it looks yellowish white. Is and then that right? it's like a yeah, it's like an orangish yellow kind of yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah, like a pomegranate, like you oh, said. Oh yes, I've seen this on mm. uh Food Network. Yeah. You know. <laughs> a lot of a lot places. of different uh cooking shows. So there's four main types of these. There's and maybe this is where this famous drink comes from, the purple passion. Oh boy. Boy, I wish it was. Oh my goodness. Uh yellow passion fruit. Then there's sweet granadilla and giant granadilla. That's like the four family groups of this. Interesting. Here's some of the places they grow or come from. Um Hawaii. Mexico, Sri Lanka, the DR, Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. Brazil, Australia, Philippines, um, Peru, kind of all over, Southern Hemisphere, um, tropical. It's, it's sort interesting. Of. Yeah, outside of outside of Australia, they're all very tropical yeah. places. And you'll usually, if you see them in beer, it's usually in like a coconut, lime, mm-hmm. maybe a sour, mm-hmm. um, or a goza, something like that. Um, yeah, citrusy in flavor, I guess. It mm-hmm. pairs well with these other two fruits that they've got. Hmm. But you don't see them, like, a lot. Like, you're not going to go to the grocery store and probably find a whole lot of passion fruit. You might. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get, like, depends some on raw ones. You, yeah, it depends where you go. Maybe, like, Whole Foods. Whole foods. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Probably something like that. But um, you're not going to a lot of restaurants and getting passion fruit on the side or whatever. So that's what it is. That's one of the main, I guess, flavor components of this beer. And then the other passion fruit tie-in I've got, Dolan knows about this, this guy named Drake. (laughs) He had a song that came out in 2017 called Passion Fruit. It was actually called Passion Fruit. Yeah, it was on the More Life Mm -hmm. album. Okay. And here's a couple little things about the song, because I enjoy the song, not Drake's version, but almost every other cover version of it I really like. Okay. His version is okay, uh, but there's some other versions that I like better. But anyway, on the actual Drake version, Zoe Kravitz is credited with additional vocals. Huh. So at the beginning of the song, he's kind of, it's almost like, sounds like he's like at a party. Mm-hmm. And I think she's doing some of those mm, party sound vocal stuff there. Hmm. Passing up on my always, I can't blame you, no. Um, it was the second single off that album in 2017. Um, it's covered by, famously, John Mayer and this band called Paramore. It's in the G sharp minor key. Okay. I don't know. Sure. They say that. G sharp minor. G sharp minor. And then they say it is in the tropical house slash dance hall style. I don't know. Okay. Cool. He's Canadian. Whatever. Right. Right. Uh, Guess how many beats per minute? 112. 112 beats per minute. I was going to say it's slower. So that's pretty... You know, as you need to have that. You could you could have asked me if that's slow or fast, and I would have no well, idea. Well, like, okay, so like... It's about your heartbeat. Yeah. Oh. But... Per minute. But mm-hmm. your your heartbeat is still really slow. Uh, okay. But yeah. I... To put it in perspective, like, electronic dance music or, like, modern hip-hop is, like, 140. Oh. So, like, stuff to get you pumped up is, like, 140, <laughs> 150. Yeah. yeah. And this and is then, more like chill yeah this is chill so it's like 112 is really chill tropical island music tropical house okay there you go like put your seat way back in Mm. your car and And relax put your hand on like Mm -hmm. one yeah like that Mm -hmm. yes uh this was the last song of drake's to be on the billboard chart he had a record he had a song on the chart for 431 weeks wow and this was the last one that charted and and then he had some time off 
uh, and then he was back on the charts. But hmm. he this, just released a new album. I yes, think, like, last, last summer. Was it, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Was it a, last summer? It was out when I was in Dallas. I was in Dallas in July. So oh, okay. okay. I mm. Puts out a lot of tunes. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this song debuted number two behind Shape of You, Ed Sheeran, which oh. was kind of a big hit. Interesting. Huge hit. And yeah, so Drake is one of those um, newer artists okay. that I, I know about just because he's pretty popular. Okay. My sister, um, Julie, is a Drake fan. She got uh, my son Oscar a Drake onesie when he was a little baby. <laughs> so it started from the belly. Now I'm here. He had been born, oh. and uh, it's you know started from the bottom. Now it's the Drake. I'm, line, I'm so. familiar with this song. Yes, or er, ish. Yeah. Is it a song? Yeah, it's a song. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. A song. yeah. Okay. So that's passion fruit. That's our Drake Canadian tie-in to a tropical fruit. Yeah. Personal opinion: His new album is trash mm. there you go hot, take. hot takes hot, hot take. take i'll be honest drake could walk in the door right now and i'd be like i don't know who that guy is. well you'd know him i knew him only mostly because he was a huge nba basketball fan yeah and he was getting in trouble because when toronto raptors were really good he's from toronto okay and he had always had like courtside seats and he would like stand up and yell at the refs and like walk on the court and stuff and there was oh. a couple times where they're like yeah you can't Drake, do you that. gotta chill out man right you're gonna ruin this for us in fact i wow. thought he was a basketball player because he was on the court so much yeah really <laughs> like i didn't know who this drake guy was and then i'm like oh yeah he plays basketball right and everybody's like no he's he's a rapper he's a rapper he's actually started out as an actor hmm. he was on degrassi degrassi junior high yes, yes. and then he was a like kind of musical kid mm-hmm. and then yeah did rap stuff and this album that we're talking about kind of peaks at the same time that the Raptors were good in the NBA. Right. So like they were getting a lot of attention and he was getting a lot of attention Mm. and that brought attention to the team and vice versa. And like, Mm. it was kind of a weird pop culture event. It was kind of like Spike Lee, like in the early nineties with the Knicks. And that was when he was making his great movies and the Knicks Mm -hmm. were good. Like that sort of, it was like that sort of Ah. deal, which we haven't really seen a lot of either that or maybe the Lakers and Jack Nicholson. And Nicholson, right? Yeah, that's really, But he'd already been known. Hmm. You no know, known commodity at that point. I, 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 go ahead. Go I want to. I want to take back what I said earlier. It's tra- uh, about the album being trash. <laughs> about the album being trash. Yeah. Um, I just I'm not into that genre. Okay. How about that? Mm, I feel just you. like just like you know Daly says not yes. to rate beers if you on, don't like if you don't style. like the style. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna take that back. Okay. It might mm. be your thing, but it's not your thing. Not my thing. Recruiter Trevor Romine tried to get me into it when we were out jeeping and stuff. I'm yeah. like, nope. Like, nah, hmm. nah. Yeah. You know, here's what, it, this is weird because Drake has come up twice now in the same week. So mm-hmm. I listened to another podcast called Heavyweight, okay. which I was going to tell you about. It's fairly new, uh, it, It's and it's just kind of personal stories. So every one of them is a, just a personal story uh, about a person that contacts this guy for help. Okay. So he's he's like, I can, in the most recent episode, most recent, it was one of the most recent episodes, uh, he has to call one of his friends that who is Canadian, okay. who once knew, who, who, who knows, who was very good friends with the son of a former prime minister. Oh, okay. So they needed like some government help, like, hey, do you remember if this happened or whatever? Well, turns out this guy also worked on TV shows, Degrassi Junior High, uh-huh. when Drake was there. Yeah. And he actually wrote a couple of, uh, a couple of some lyrics for Drake. Oh. While he, so, and he wrapped them on, on Degrassi. 
Oh, okay. And so when he calls his friend, he's like, hey, I need your help. I need to get in touch with someone. He's like, instantly goes, if it's Drake, I can't help you. Like, he just, oh, he doesn't know he me. He must have right? yeah, he had just, that before. Huh? Or whatever. He's like, no, it's not Drake or whatever. And then they drop in. They're like, he's like, okay, well, this is funny. Give me one of his, give me one of the, like, the lyrics you wrote, like, one of his rhymes. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not going to do that. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to play it anyway. Sure. And so he played it. And it was super juvenile. Like, it was, oh, yeah. it, it was like, like. You know, I, it, it was it was just fun. Oh yeah, because it was so. I mean, it was he. They were all so young. Yeah, kids. Mm-hmm. So there's there's got to be some weirdness to Drake coming up twice in my life in the same week. I think you have to listen to some Drake. <sighs> you got to go check out his new album now. Yeah. I, I'm gonna start. Yeah, it's, I heard it's great. I'm gonna start with Passion Fruit. Quite honestly, if you should. You, you should know, start there. That's actually a pretty good song. Yeah, and it's funny that you say you like the covers better because uh-huh. I do too. Yeah. Um, and I actually have a buddy who raps here in Omaha locally. And he covered the song, and I think it's better than Drake. <laughs> yeah. Passing up on my always, I can't blame you now. Uh, all right, before I get to Untapped, let's talk about this beer for one second. It's, it's so as much as it tastes like orange juice, mm-hmm. there's a hoppiness there that I really, really enjoy. Yeah, for these guys, it's not normal. Because no. cross trains usually, mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe it's got in your untapped. I don't know what the IBU is on. It doesn't say. Uh, it might be some of that citrus, like rind, that I'm tasting that tastes like hop. Maybe. The bitterness, you know? Um, uh, yeah, for them, it's it's bitter. It says zero IBUs, but that's not right. So I it just, doubt it. It hasn't been measured, I guess. I don't know. 6.5% ABV. So, I mean, it's squarely in the IPA yeah. category there. But it, no, it's yeah because normally an East Coast style, a hazy, juicy IPA like this is going to have muted hops at oh, the like end. Twenty, right? yeah. yeah, IBU or something. And this is definitely it gives you some of the bitterness that you would get from a mountain or a West Coast style. Yeah, yeah. I don't instead. know if it's, it might just be the fruit. It does taste kind of like orange peel yeah. a little bit, and that might be it. I I really enjoyed it. I think as as like hazy IPAs go, I think that was it was good. I would yeah, not really be sad good. if you put that in front of me again. So. Yeah, it was it was tasty, that's for sure. And for a good cause. Absolutely. Even better. Yeah. Even better. All right, untapped. 110 check-ins. So this just came out not too long ago. So yeah. I was kind of surprised. 110 for a beer that just came out. Well, and I don't think they made a whole bunch of it. I don't think so. No. It's like, I don't know that it's on tap anywhere other than their, you know, their place. I was thinking we were lucky to get what we got. So yeah. the four pack that you got for us. So I bought it the day it came out. The I was the first person in the store. Nice. To buy it. Excellent. So, 110 check-ins, where do you think we land? Uh, outside of wanting to support a charity, right? Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you wouldn't maybe buy a hazy IPA. I'm going to go 382. I'm just going to go with the with the 43 we talked about earlier. Okay. I'm going to say 4.3. 4.3 is close, 4.05. Oh. So, that's pretty good. I think, you know what, if I'll give it a four and a half. I think that's fun. Yeah. I think there's a there's a fun difference to it that's really good. Maybe we could get it up there around the four point three. That'd yeah. be fun. That's um, pretty tasty. Yeah, I'd like that. So, all right. Uh, next couple of weeks, I'm gonna set the schedule for us right now. Yeah, go for it. Next couple of weeks, we're going up north. We're going to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Aaron Daly, uh, resident uh, beer guy here, expert. Right? Ex- absolutely. Uh, more refined beer palate than any of the rest of us. Probably. Oh yeah, uh, and and I'm not ashamed to say that. I know you. Oh I, the, yeah, he he's taught me a lot. Yeah, uh, took a took a trip to visit some friends uh, up in Alaska, and then of course brought us some beer back. So we've got two weeks worth of beers from Alaska. 
Uh, one of them has a fun music tie-in I can't wait to get into, because if you don't get into it, I, I can't. Oh, I got into it. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then the next one, it's it's a fun sort of 70s-looking logo, so I can't wait to see where we go. Oh, that was the one I was talking about. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe they have both have music tie-ins. Okay. Either way, we're going to have two fun weeks full of Alaska. So, all right, fellas, we ain't going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. In Alaska. <laughs> get the mittens out. Something there. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.